0: hello once again the gang is back dynamic d the boy dre fantasy football with the fourth quarter how are y'all doing today how are you doing today d i'm
1: doing fantastic coming off of pretty solid week
0: absolutely tell um, people about your week too since we're talking about it we are not going to talk yeah, about so, mine but
1: <laughs> the entire week I, well the last two weeks i've been big on michael carter I'm saying, all oh, his game's going to come. His game's going to come. So I went ahead and I, I played Michael Carter. I had a uh, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman stack. Um, and they basically carried me to the promised land. I ended up scoring 164 fantasy points. And in my lineup, I also had um, a solid 11 points from Jalen Hurts, nine points for DeAndre Swift, and then uh, – the six points from Cal pits. Um, so it, it was a solid weekend. I had, you know, three X three and a half X return, but had I played anyone and I had Chris Godwin, I was tabling before the Deandre Swift news. I was bouncing between, do I go to Tom Brady stack or do I play a naked Teddy Bridgewater and pay up at the dudes and get Debo and fade Cal But, and the answer should have been the Tom Brady, to godwin fade uh cow um and then i was gonna play if i'm being honest david johnson i was gonna stack david <laughs> johnson i was gonna stack david johnson and uh and uh michael carter but then if not david johnson it was gonna be damian harris and they played debo had i did that had i stuck with that it would have been a hundred thousand i would have literally won the hundred dollar entry because w- that, that lineup that I had ended up scoring 215 points, and first Damn. place was 212. And it, I had the lineup in, and then the Swift news came out, and I said, you know what? I can get Swift, and mm-hmm. I can get Jalen, mm-hmm. and I can get Pitts if I mm-hmm. do it like this. And if you would have told me that my man Jalen Hurts, who has averaged 20 points per game, the Eagles score the most points they score all season, like, what, 42 points, and he doesn't contribute really at all? Like, yeah. if you would have told me that going into the week, I would have called you a liar. Absolutely. I mean, I
0: started uh swift and season long, actually, over right. Aaron Jones because I didn't think Aaron Jones was going to do much. Right. not exactly. really, but, I mean, shit. I mean, I literally – Put Swift in almost all of my lineups this past week. Right, exactly. Almost all of them. So and it did not pay off.
1: All right. So the idea was there. Um, Swift ended up being like 48% owned in one of my tournaments, a single entry, because it, it was the play. Um, but I think that what we what I got out of that is that Swift was a little bit more banged up than we thought he was. He's questionable every week but he must have re the injury last week Something. with the big two weeks ago with the big game and the whole Detroit offense as a whole just imploded. But you know what? I'm I'm glad to be saying that my picks weren't top tier. Well, my, my mind, the level of thinking was there, but last minute pivots kept me from a a payday, but you know I still got paid regardless. So
0: yeah, live to fight
1: yeah. another week, right?
0: I, I think that's uh, what through eight weeks. I think that's what two or three weeks, right? Three weeks that one of us has hit 200, 200 plus, right. not just like one ninety nine, like two twenty, right. two fifteen. So right, so you know I, they're there. You're they're there. Right.
1: You, you know we might we might talk a little bit. Shout out to uh one of our avid listeners. Brandon Holland. Brandon, uh, my boy. He texts me every every Sunday. We, we, we bounced information back and forth. He ended up liking the Michael Carter play, plugged them in, liked the Godwin play, plugged them in. He liked my Pittman play, and then he played the players that he liked that weren't Jalen Hurts, Kyle Pitts, or Swift, and he ended up scoring 185 points and ended up taking down a slate and won him some buckies had a comma in his payout last there it is brendan that's what i'm talking about big dog right he uh he he does a little dfs on his on his on his own as well so maybe uh we'll we'll have him on the pod one day or or or, we'll i'll i'll uh, plug him on twitter one day we we've been talking for a couple years now Uh, so he's starting up his own thing but we can we can go ahead and jump into the
0: slate i will say though i'm sorry uh, nope, I had to no, comment did. on the Godwin thing too. I took Godwin out of my lineup last second too. Which so is... I, I think I could I think it was so I can get Swift and right. somebody else and it might have been Pittman. Right. But I think I no, it wasn't Pittman, somebody else. But I at that point I think I had like um I didn't have Carter. Right. But I oh man, I did have Derrick Henry in one lineup too, and that fucking I right. a bit on that one too. But so, yeah, that Goblin play might have pushed me at the edge of, of cashing. But, you know, sometimes mm. you just got to go with that gut, man. Trust your gut. Yeah.
1: Derrick Henry out for the season. Um, so, you know, I, I, last week I, I saw this late and I was like, yeah, we have, what, five wide receivers in situation, seven wide receivers, if you count Claypool and Johnson, in situations where they're getting a condensed route tree. And I said, no matter what, my seven wide receivers are coming from this pool. That was AJB without Julio Jones, mm-hmm. Pittman with the banged up uh, Hilton, uh, Debo Samuel with Kittle out, which I didn't end up going Debo Samuel, but I, I, he was still one of the ones I tabled. And Godwin was not leaving my lineup, and I knew I was going to get value out of out of uh, out of Carter. My one play that I was kind of super heavy on, but ended up switching off of was the david johnson but you know that if i would have still put in david johnson with the original tom brady godwin stack i still would have had 190 points and still would have had like a 5k payday Mm -hmm. but that's neither here nor there let's Um, get into the slate baby let's get into the slate i'm gonna go ahead and jump right in we got cleveland at cincinnati uh cincinnati favored by two and a half points Cleveland imploding right now currently with the situation between Baker Mayfield and OBJ. Um, Normally we do this pod on Tuesday, but we had to do do it today, just Wednesday, the third, and we've a lot of notes. A lot of things have happened in the 24 hours. Yeah. yeah, Uh, How do you feel about this one? Uh,
0: I almost feel like, I mean, if you're a betting man, Aside from Daily Fantasy, you, I mean, look, coming into this, you'd feel pretty good about. You were feeling good about Cincy until they lost last week. Right. Um, So now I'm kind of looking at them a little bit different. I think that it's going to be a good game, but I feel like it's going to be a low scoring game.
1: Really? Well, the weather in Ohio can definitely change things. And and I mean, I'm
0: not even really talking about, I'm not even really just talking about weather wise. I don't really have faith in Baker. Right. Uh, injured Baker clearly uh, Nick Chubb was feeling feeling it a little bit last week Um, they gave him 12 carries um, still but I mean clearly just not himself Um, and then you're not feeling good about any receiver for Cleveland so you're you know you're staying away Uh, Chubb risky play Um, so I mean that's pretty much the only viable player that you, know, you can grab from cleveland realistically you know what um, i like about our pod is that what? we
1: can we can have disagreements and still get along at the end of the day absolutely i am i'm a little bit opposite on you on how i feel about this game but mm. uh, you know i don't want to i didn't mean to cut you off you can uh finish up what you're saying mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. but yeah I, I just don't really see that many viable plays for cleveland Okay. Um, am I really feeling? Am I really feeling that good about playing any? You know, just dropping somebody in my lineup and forgetting about them? Uh, for Cincy, eh, not really. Maybe T Higgins. Okay. Um, everybody's I, gonna I like e- the T Higgins call. Everybody's gonna go big on Chase Weekly. Um, right. you know, just based off what he's been doing, rightfully so. Not taking that away from him, but uh, T Higgins. T Higgins has been getting. Volume, 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 volume. He definitely has. I think the last two games that they've played, he has 20 targets?
1: I can tell you right now. He has, wow, 21 targets in the last 21 targets in the last two games. 15 and 6.
0: 15 and 6, man.
1: 13 and 13 points.
0: And and quite frankly, I think that he would have gotten um, some more looks personally i think this if uh they weren't struggling kind of in the second half i think they ended up scoring about 21 points
1: the score was 34 31
0: uh for 21 points in the first half yeah uh themselves 10 points in the second um I don't know if they just were like, oh yeah, we got this. Cause I know myself, I thought they had it in a bag. So right. Um, so honestly, if there was a play to pick in this game, it would be for myself, it would be T. Higgins at 53. Um So yeah, yeah, that's probably the only play that I would pick from this game personally myself. And right. you know, that might just be personal preference. And that's quite okay. I,
1: yeah. Um they gave up 34 points for the Jets, right? Mm -hmm. with a rookie, not rookie, but unvetted second year, third, whatever he is, QB, who threw for 400 yards, right? Currently, how Baker's been playing, I don't even know if Baker can do two-thirds of what Mike White did last week. But you gave up 34 points to the Jets. Cincinnati is a team that can score against Cleveland. Um. I don't, I don't, I mean, I never really trusted them defensively. They're kind of a team that I targeted, especially in the run game. But based on the last performance, like I don't think, I don't see a route where Nick Chubb doesn't have success, right? So Kareem hunts out. Um, Nick Chubb was recovering. So I didn't expect him to have a full workload, but the Bengals gave up 50 fantasy points to Ty Johnson and Michael Carter. Hmm. If you can't, you can't tell me or or argue that Nick Chubb without Kareem Hunt. So this might be the first time in two seasons that he can get up to five targets, not receptions, but five targets. He can probably catch three of them and then get his normal 20 touches. Um, OBJ being out condenses that route tree. Jarvis Landry, if OBJ is out, it's a great play. Um, Good play, not great. Mm -hmm. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is in the conversation again. And it's, it's not – I don't think this game is going to be fun to watch, but kind of like last week where if you weren't really paying attention, um, some games, like, really started to get interesting, right? So, like, New England and Chargers last week wasn't a very interesting game, but it was, mm-hmm. it was 27 to 24, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this – if the total is similar – Nick Chubb can have his 100 yards to touchdown game. Um, but I don't feel good about any other people on the since on Cleveland. But if you know if Cleveland's going to answer back, that means you, you're looking at J- Jamar Chase, right? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't be necessarily playing anyone else other than Chubb. But if you want to argue why you want to play one of those guys, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: But we don't want to talk about this game anymore. We can move on to Denver at Dallas. Dallas favored by nine and a half points, 49 and a half total. Uh, how do you feel about this one?
0: Um, yeah, that is how I feel,
1: right? Um, that is exactly how I feel,
0: literally. Just so that.
1: we know how we know how Dre gets <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what worth I told to you note-
0: every week, every week, every week,
1: worth noting. Uh, the prices were already out before that big game Amari Cooper had. And um Amari Cooper is one of those guys that when he's banged up, he still plays, yeah. but it shows in the box score. Like he's been banged up since week three, 5.6, 15, 15, 10. So he drove his own price down. But now after the bye week, and then he has Minnesota, he's fully healthy at 5,700. 13 Re- targets. Right. Regardless of, of who's, Behind center, you have a player, in Amari Cooper, who's gonna get ten plus targets at fifty seven hundred. I've watched, I've watched, I, I saw an insane stat that even though he's been inconsistent, right, he's he's he doesn't really necessarily have that floor sometimes depending on his injuries, mm-hmm. but he is the wide receiver five since he joined the league overall in PPR fantasy.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds about right.
1: And fifty seven hundred, right. Denver, I think their second week with the full passing attack, Jerry Judy's back, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton. Um, Noah Fant is out. He's on IR. So Albert O at 2600 in the conversation, they want to, They were working him in the game plan without with Noah Fant. So at 2600, all he needs is 10 fantasy points and he's 4X value. So um, I think with the passing attack, they should be able to keep the game competitive. I know Dallas is going to win, but you know, if it's 32 to 24, you're not really surprised. So CD has
0: one game this week, this year with under 65 yards, right? He has three 100 yard games, two of those games come with 10 or more, 11 or more targets,
1: right? So CD and and Cooper when both fully healthy they have a solid correlation um, Gallup may be activated this week um, oh actually he's not going to be activated this week which makes me like Cooper more but it's really paying for the discount because there are a lot of RBs on this slate that I'm targeting so last week was definitely a wide receiver heavy slate on um, this week you have all the RBs. So if I can get any discount, 5,700 for a Cooper, for a player who really should be priced in the sixes, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, CD at 72 and Cooper at 57, you're taking Cooper 100% in uh, that situation.
1: Correct.
0: 100%. But aside from Cooper, I really don't have anybody else. Denver is kind of good. Um, on the pass, uh, against the pass, kind of. Um,
1: so good. So uh, Denver, I I've been did a deep dive in PFF, and Denver actually succeeds, um, when they have less pressure on them. So Teddy Bridgewater as a passer, um, he's he's actually passes better under pressure, but the average depth of target when he's under pressure goes down dramatically. And that's where we see the insane air yards um, air yards from Cortland Sutton fluctuate over the place because the average depth of target goes down. So Dallas, they've been okay. Their front seven's been okay this season. Um, but I think it's they'll give um, Bridgewater enough time to really make plays downfield if they get behind. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, shoot! What we got next? We got Houston at MIA. Ugh. Hey, both teams are one and seven. One of these teams are going to come out two and seven.
0: Yeah, one of them are. Is it going to be a good game? And am I I excited about it? No. Am I going to play to attack of a lawyer?
1: Maybe. (laughs) Miami favored by six and a half. Um, how do you feel about? I want to hear your take on the Miami side of this game.
0: The Miami side of this game,
1: right? You're playing, uh, Kobe, and that's it on the Houston side. But
0: yeah, more or less, it's really the only viable play that you get over there. Um, last week, we see what a healthy Devonte Parker can do, right? Uh, if you put him in your lineups last week, you were pretty risking thrilled, it, but risking it, risking it very greatly. But you were absolutely thrilled at what he gave you at 4900. Um, you didn't score a touchdown but eight catches eight uh 85 yards uh that 16, 16 points probably did you very well in whatever uh gpp tournament games you're in he isn't he is a play this week. Uh, I, I, I like him week he's going to he's going to get targeted once again um and quite frankly depending on who you like a little bit better uh you could pick either water or parker Um, Miami clearly is not using Jalen Waddle correctly at this point in time. Um, he's not getting the air yards that you expect, uh, him to get, you know, after seeing him at, uh, Bama, but you are happy with the amount of targets that he's getting. You you did not see Jalen Waddle, maybe aside from some bubble screens here and there at Alabama you know, really get used in the intermediate game very much. Mm-hmm. Um, they were passing the ball, you know, uh, deep to him, you know, I can't say mainly, but most of, the, most of the time. So seeing that he's, you know, working the intermediate game a lot more um, in the pros than he did at Alabama, I think just bodes well for his overall uh, route tree. Um so with that being said, if you have, you know, Waddle and Dynasty, you're feeling really good. Um, but it could be a toss-up between Waddle and Parker uh this week um at wide receiver. You're staying away from any of the backs unless you have them in season long. Mm-hmm. Um and you're most definitely playing to a um if you're trying to get some variation um shit Shoot. in terms of quarterbacks.
1: Um, I bet I'm yeah, sure. some
0: lineups. You're all right. You're straight. Um. So yeah, I could very much so easily see too. I have another one of those uh Jacksonville Atlanta games where you know he throws for three three hundred maybe four hundred yards, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, maybe a rushing. Um. So at fifty eight, very good place gonna allow you to be able to, you know, save some bucks to go elsewhere, especially if maybe, you know, you're gonna stack a, uh, a two a. Uh, to a Parker, and then um, Chalk at tight end with the tight end from Denver. And, right. you know, maybe try to, you know, maybe get a Chubb or, you know, a Higgins. You just, you'll quite frankly still have some big bucks to go elsewhere. So, so those are the three that I'm mainly looking at. Um, you can always go with Kaseki. Of course. You could always go with Koseki. I mean, I think I would put Koseki in. Maybe like the times that I've had, I've hit big this year, all have had Gaseki in the lineup.
1: One hundred percent. Well, one hundred percent on you. I, I...
0: Right, right. So, you know, depending on how you're feeling about that, you, you could probably throw him in your lineup as well too.
1: Awesome. I, uh, you're playing Cooks if you're playing this game. Well, you could play Cooks by himself. Miami defense is is stinky enough to give Mills 250 and two touchdowns. I Like, that's within his range of possibilities. And two picks, um, yeah. And two picks, but, you know. Um, Tua has silently been rushing more. Absolutely. Over the last three games, he's averaged 4.3 points um, since he's returned. So, that's a passing touchdown that you're getting just on the floor. Um, so, with that being said, like, I, if I play Tua – I'm not stacking him. Uh, I, I think the stack to Parker is fantastic, but as I said before, I can pay up a couple hundred more and get Amari Cooper. Um, so I am very interested in running to a uh, naked. So with, without a stack this week, um, just because of that passing touchdown on the, of rushing yards, the four points that I'm going to get from rushing um, and, and if he rushes for another touchdown, like you don't hate that at all. So I think that this could be one of his best performances this season. And I wouldn't be surprised if the ball gets moved around, meaning no one player gets that two touchdowns. If there was a player I would say that would get it, it would be Parker or Gasecki. But with this offense, you, you, Matt Collins can score a touchdown. He has scored a touchdown. So
0: yeah, he's not getting that volume yeah. though. You're right, exactly. About, you're not worried about Holland's taking up taking that ball vol, that volume. I'm worried right? about or the Margarita who's volume. gonna
1: vulture the TDs, and if if I'm voting for some of the vulture the TD, uh, I'll just vote for the person that did it last week. So uh, it it'll be us. Uh, like I, if, if, if I, expect...
0: I, I would I would say personally. Mm-hmm. That is something, and I don't know if you really would say it's a vulture if Gusecki is catching it, but if you're stacking Tua, if you're catching or stacking Tua and Parker, if somebody were to catch a touchdown outside of Parker, Waddle, it is most definitely Gasecki. Right, right.
1: IMO. So, so yeah, so that's all I got on that one. All right, let's move it. If he gets that rushing touchdown, I'll, I'll be happy about it. Right. We can move on to the next game. Which was did look good on paper if you looked at it two weeks ago, but not so much. (laughs) We got Atlanta at New Orleans with New Orleans favored by six points. Stinky Calvin really is out. Jameis Winston is out. Um, Taysom Hill should be back and ready to start, but then, uh, like, how do you how do you feel about like how do you like Kyle Pitts? He's very, he's a talented player, but his splits without Calvin really is either boom or bust. Like I played yeah. him last week, I paid up miss. for him, and it was definitely a miss. Yeah,
0: you're, um, you're, I could have told you that you should have not did
1: that, especially at 63. Right. Well, you know, whatever. Ah. Um, <laughs> i i i i I was gonna play freer mouth with the steelers yeah he scored a touchdown didn't he yeah he ended up with 15 fantasy (laughs) points if you would have told me that he would have outscored Kyle Pitts, like there were so many things that went right and so many things that went wrong last week um but it's that's that's fantasy football absolutely Um, kamara gets a discount at 8200 but are do you feel comfortable playing him with the considerable quarterback play like with Taysom hill
0: it was two weeks ago, I think. Uh the game two weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um where he literally had a hundred yards passing. Uh, yeah, I guess technically two weeks ago. Um, I feel like it's gonna be another one of those games. Who t- um, oh
1: yeah, Taysom. I mean Kamara, my bad. Yeah,
0: AK. Um I think it's gonna be another one of those games, quite frankly. Um right. Jameis really didn't do that much realistically if we're for being honest, you know, he didn't wow in the passing game very much. um, Which I think is a reason as to why New Orleans has struggled a little bit. Right. Um, uh, You know, they're putting, you know, let's just, I can't say, let's just say, but, you know, they're putting numbers teams, you know, are going to, you know, put an extra guy in the box, um, you know, spy on AK on passing down so they can't just dump off. Uh, every single time, um, which is, you know, forcing Jameis to throw the ball, which was forcing Jameis to throw the ball. And he wasn't necessarily excelling throwing the ball. So <laughs> I, I I think that AK's floor stays really about the same.
1: Right. He's going to get the right same now. amount of touches. But what are the quality of the touches going to be, is my question.
0: Nothing really changes, in my personal opinion, in regards so, to AK. I don't think that he got many goal line carries last week. He he scored one, I I believe. Um,
1: He did score a touchdown, rushing touchdown.
0: Yeah, he scored one. um, You know, so I I really don't think anything changes. In in fact, I would even say that maybe they would line him out wide even more. Right. And throw Ingram in the backfield just to get some different looks.
1: I 100% agree with that. The only thing that scares me is the Taysom Hill TD vultures. Oh, yeah, that's
0: extremely scary.
1: Yeah, like the – okay, dealing with – oh, Taysom Hill might vulture a touchdown from Kamara. Now you're dealing with uh, Mark Ingram and Taysom Hill might vulture the rushing touchdown from Kamara. So you need him to get it in the passing game, and if I'm – Like 8,200 for he can get there in the passing game. Like he, it's 100% within the realm of possibility. But my fear is that Michael Thomas said he's not going to come back this season. Jameis South for the season. New Orleans is is in shambles, basically transitioning to let's get the best draft pick we can. Right. Um, So do they reserve Alvin Kamara for the rest of the season and give 31 year old Mark Ingram? 15 touches a game, like do they make it a 50-50 split? Like, if from a from a GM standpoint, like like, why Thomas Thomas is not returning. Michael Thomas announced this today, actually, that he's not going to return this season, right? The announcement came conveniently after Jameis Winston's out for the season. And you signed Mark Ingram, right? So you whatever chemistry you were trying to build. Oh, we just need to maintain until Thomas gets back. Then we can really push for it. They're five and two. Um, They're still in the playoff push, which is why I'm asking these questions. They're they're right now, right now they're still in the playoff push. But realistically, who
0: behind them is going to? Are your confidence going to pass them? All right, let's see. You got the Vikings. You got the Niners with Jimmy G and an injured backfield. The Falcons, who have been playing better, but they're the Falcons. The Eagles are 3-5, and five, haven't done squat all year. Right. And the Seahawks don't have Geno, or the Seahawks don't have Russ for another few weeks. There's not really much there. There,
1: there really isn't much there. Um, they're getting just... one
0: of those wildcard spots. Absolutely. They're getting one of those wildcard spots. There, there's no question. Well, um, unless they, they have extreme? a catastrophic, a, a catastrophic,
1: right, and downfall. I feel like they've been trending towards that. Those every small pieces, right? So, I something I mean, we tells say me, that,
0: but they're grinding out doves,
1: man. You're right. Something tells me that their their record is more a reflection of well, I can't say strength of schedule because they just beat Tampa Bay, but Facts. um, uh, I don't know. I just. In terms of fantasy, I can still see them grinding out wins, but in terms of fantasy, I don't see how the backfield, once Melvin Ingram gets uh, acclimated, doesn't become 60-40. And Alvin Kamara is efficient, uh, but now you have to see, have him getting in there on efficiency alone. My thing is, if 10 of those ten of those touches out of the 15 of those touches are going to be receptions, like then you're, you're not complaining. But this is a wait and see for me week where I could be regretting it because it's Alvin Kamara, but uh, I just I don't know I don't know
0: I wouldn't play AK if you're if you haven't been season long obviously you're playing him but in obviously, daily fantasy yeah, yeah. in daily fantasy you're you're staying away from him at that 8200 price tag for sure correct
1: right. I'm not gonna chase the Washington Seattle game I think that Atlanta is a is a basically like in the same tier of defense as Washington and Seattle. But there's too many things going off right now. Um, this game would really be like, are they going to double down on the playoff push? Are they going to lose to Atlanta? If they lose to Atlanta, they're throwing the rest of the season. <laughs> like, like, I... I mean, let's just take a look at the, the schedule,
0: bro. The Falcons this week, Tennessee next week without Derrick Henry. Okay. Eagles the week after, who have not been exciting whatsoever. The Bills, L cowboys l jets bucks l dolphins panthers and falcons there's only two more l's on their schedule two right. or three that are drawing l's
1: right and then they then they get the wild round and get blown out by whoever they play right
0: but, but i mean we're not talking about that right now i'm just saying they're shoot. they're going to get that wild card spot yeah absolutely that's interesting. Unless they, unless they, but are they going to get it with their
1: defense? Is the
0: question. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Right, defense and AK with the, with the mix of uh, Mark Ingram, uh, Mark Ingram clearly is going to have to, to, to be in a little bit of an elevated role for them to have exactly of, to have any type of success. Like I said, you, you're going to have to get AK out wide. A lot more than you know, you might be used to, which might even work a little bit better because he basically is a wide receiver in a running back's body, and he won't be taking those punishing hits time after time after time. So it might be something to look at to 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 have. I mean, I'm not going to say start AK at the slot or at the at the X.
1: Right. You know, maybe same thing. I like Mark Ingram a lot more. Like he, I wouldn't be surprised if if he's priced up. High fives, low sixes by the end of the season. Yeah, he's it's gonna, he's gonna, of he's gonna. I,
0: I do think that he's gonna get a, he's gonna have a nice little role. Uh, I right. saw it two years ago. Right. Um
1: This might very well be like we're going back and forth, but this is literally a Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb situation where oh, who's um, gonna get there? They both get there every week. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. But we spent way too much time on right. on the damn. Yeah. The Saints and AK. So
1: we sure did. Let's uh let's let's move along. Um Las Vegas uh, at the Giants, I believe. Las Vegas favorite two and a half. Henry Ruggs out. Uh you're playing Devontae Booker, Saquon Barkley, Henry Ruggs is on the IR. least not out. released, sorry. He's gone. Thanks. He gone. <laughs> he gone. But in all so,
0: seriousness, uh, uh rest in peace to to you know the family that was affected as uh you know, that's a sad a sad it's a sad, moment, sad, really. sad situation.
1: Um Devontae Booker is back in that every down role. Um, he doesn't it doesn't look pretty when he plays, but he gets there. Uh cash game viable, I think, versus Las Vegas, maybe even GPT viable. Uh Jacobs practice in full 6,200. Don't you don't you don't hate that? Mm-mm. Um don't I don't love it though. That, right. So Hunter Renfro. He's averaged about eight targets a game, and I think with Ruggs being out, he was that wide receiver that that's used in every which way down the field, intermediate, mid range. Um, so I think that he starts to get that ten targets a game bump, and uh, Darren Waller. So I, I think we, we we Hunter Renfro was was talking big mess when when he uh, crossed up Jalen Ramsey. At a at a practice, a private practice, he he shook Jalen Ramsey and caught a touchdown, and we might see Hunter Renfro a wide receiver one season for a couple oh, of weeks. Brother, I don't like so, it. So I don't, I don't like, like it either. But you know, if the volume's there, he's a he's a talented route runner, um, which helps him get himself open. So you know,
0: Did you just call him White in the route most football runner. way that what you could say. The
1: heck? He's a great what? route runner.
0: So I mean, is you, Sterling Shepard. You said the same thing about Cooper Cup, too, huh?
1: Sterling Shepard's a great nothing, route
0: Nothing runner. exciting about him, but he's a good uh, route runner. Sterling Shepard is a good route runner.
1: Tyreek Hill is a great route runner. Tyreek
0: Hill also runs a 4-2.
1: Emmanuel Sanders is a great route runner.
0: Emmanuel um, well, Sanders <laughs> also ran a
1: 4-4. You know what? Cole Beasley is top, top 10 route runners in the league. <laughs>
0: only good at route running what else Listen, nothing else exciting right so it's, I'm, I mean, you're just confirming i'm the stating profile. the obvious you're I'm confirming
1: saying, the profile i, I wouldn't doing. say profile i just say <laughs> the there there the are players that are talented at things and the and hunter renfro is a talented route runner that, <laughs> that's all i'm saying um um uh, let's 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 just move on to the next game <laughs> <laughs> oh hey I'll, I'll, he took that one out either. my book he took that one out unless he said what this goes. game 100 red fro that's it all right cool we out um just kidding but you want to look monitor the giants who's actually playing because if we get toony in a role with sterling shepard's doubtful right now but if we get toony uh with sterling Shepherd out and it's him and galladay are galladay's out as well and he ends up that one or two option, he's a a viable play as well. But I I wanted to speed through that so that you can look at the next game, go yuck, and the next thing we're we're talking about the game after that.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) New England at Carolina, a 41-point total with New England a four-point favorite. I will say, though, New England has... Um, been playing some pretty decent ball this uh, the past few weeks. In fact, I completely did not even know that they beat Carolina or they beat the Chargers last week. I literally do not know where I was at whatsoever. (laughs) I do not know. Oh my god, you know, you can laugh, but I had no idea. I, I, I somebody said that New England uh, beat the Chargers this week or this past week today. While talking about the football pool, and I was like, Wait, what? No, nah, right. you're, you're trolling. But sure, sure enough, did. sure enough. So, you know, there, uh, it's not necessarily the uh, greatest of games. Mm-mm. Definitely not picking anybody on Carolina side. Um, um, I mean, maybe I'm you off can go Robbie de-
1: Anderson forever.
0: I told you, I mean, I told you, I believe it was three weeks ago where we made the bet. Was it Robbie Anderson? Uh, and who?
1: And he didn't do nothing. I think yeah. it was just Robbie Anderson. He didn't yeah, he
0: he didn't do squat. Um, so I'd even say maybe the, I mean, the only, even, I mean, even a stretch on that one, Bible play that you have is DJ Moore, but DJ Moore hasn't done anything since week five, week four, I'm sorry. So, you know, probably off anybody in in Carolina, I mean, I can't even say you can take a flyer on fucking, uh, on Chuba at this point because he hasn't done much. He's not, he he hasn't done, he's not doing it
1: against New England. He's,
0: he's doesn't look very good, quite frankly uh, I think so. Um, uh, really yeah, this can. Game,
1: yeah. Like Carolina's. if one thing, their defense has been bailing them out and they're in that tier where if you're not a top five offense, you're not going to be able to expose Carolina, um, especially with them having Gilmore now. Absolutely. So new England has looked better, but by no stretch of imagination, are they a top five offense? Mm-mm. Um, so I can just see this getting kind of ugly and being like a 14 to 10 game. Um, if you want to take an under on a bet, that, this would be the total to take an under on. Absolutely. Um, but I have nothing else. We can move on to the next game.
0: Um, I, I will say, I'm going to throw this out there. It might not work out, but I think that Damian Harris is going to score a touchdown this week again.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, he could score a touchdown, but how many I rushing think, yards? Are I gonna think that he's going
0: to it? score a touchdown. And I don't think that he's going to be far off from what he's done the past three weeks, four weeks. No,
1: I think he's solid for 15 80 points, 80 more.
0: to 100 with a touchdown. But grind it out. Grind it out.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So we can move on now. Just had to throw that in there.
1: All right, next we got Buffalo at Jacksonville. Buffalo, we were by 14-and-a-half. Um, Buffalo kind of scared me against Miami. I, I was like, Miami good, or is Buffalo struggling? Um, and then I got a haircut, finished the haircut, and the, my Buffalo was struggling and ended up putting, like, 30 points up in the fourth quarter alone. Absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, the uh, Dolphins apparently finally was were doing things that – right. <laughs> Xavier and Howard came out and said we were doing things at uh, this game that we haven't done all year that we are doing last year. Right. So I think it might have been a little bit of a you know, Dolphins kind of getting back to you know, their roots and what they're normally doing rather than, you know, Buffalo you know, being or struggling more so. So right. I think we're back to the regular schedule program with uh, the Bills. I mean, you could Throw Josh Allen in there and feel good. Um, This might be a game where you can, you know, bang out a a smooth 35 points. You're staying away from the Bills' backfield. Uh, It's a little too muddied at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, Even though last time we saw some work from Zach Moss and – Devin Singletary but it is a little bit it's, yeah. always, muddy. it's yeah, always muddy It's it's
0: just muddy nobody really there from what it from what it looks like to me it's it almost feels like they don't know if either one of them are good, good enough to be that feature back from them for them that they absolutely need right Um. I mean you can win with Josh Allen throwing 40 times a game but you're not going to get very far Right. Uh, I, I don't think that's a Super Bowl viable uh, a super <clears throat> a Super Bowl viable type move for a team. You know, unless you're the Chiefs and yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Oh you know. not
1: this season apparently.
0: I, there you go. I mean, that just goes to show, right? Right. So, um, um I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is a nice play at 56. Diggs I like gonna, him. Diggs is going to get his work. Um Diggs He's hasn't the, really been uh you know, as dominant as you would right.
1: like. You're essentially paying for the name at this point. Absolutely. Um, not to say the talent's not there. He's 100% talented. But Buffalo hasn't had a team that's, like, they don't have to anymore. Rather, just force feed digs, no matter how talented he is. As I said before, Cole Beasley is, like, a top 10 route runner in the league um, uh, ever since his days at Dallas, I believe. Was he at Dallas? Yes, he was at Dallas I remember just seeing like the routes he's running I'm like bro like this dude is is polished right um Emmanuel Sanders same thing so it's like the talent there's so much talent on Buffalo that it just gets spread around which is very fun to watch for football but a headache to predict in fantasy um I I can say like I don't think I've rostered except for maybe once or twice Zach Moss any any uh, buffalo players despite them being one of the best overall fantasy teams just because that route tree is not condensed i like to know is my boxes are is the player talented yes or no is the player going to get targets is the player in a condensed route tree is it a high total a good game strip those that's the questions i ask myself and you can't check off all those boxes on Buffalo unless there's an injury. So, and then you even have Gabriel Davis, who's like the best wide receiver four in the league. And you just got to stay away from it, it from a fancy uh standpoint. If you really GPPs, obviously you're playing it, but like if you're single entry or cash, like you're, you're you, there's other places you can go with your money. Like Amari Cooper.
0: Yeah, that is very true for that price. Right. Uh, as well for that price, as well. You know, way, way more of a higher ceiling. Right. Way more of a higher ceiling. So, but I mean, honestly, that's
1: really all I got from this game. I have nothing on Jacksonville. We can move on to a game that's a little bit more interesting. We got Baltimore at Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota at Baltimore, Baltimore figure by six. Um, I, I'll talk about Minnesota. Okay. Uh, and I, I'll let you have Baltimore, but Minnesota. Um, Adam Thielen is starting to poke his head out a little bit. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. and the price is starting to catch up with him a little bit. He's sixty nine hundred. Um, but I, I, I like it in this spot. Baltimore couldn't, couldn't stop a. Oh, well, <laughs> they couldn't stop anybody right now. Uh, <laughs> I was I'm trying dead. to think of some quirky analogy, All but right, whatever, I couldn't. So Minnesota, we, we've seen it that they have the potential to get into shootouts with people. And this, this may be the Chargers-Baltimore shootout that we wanted and didn't get. Um, and that means I like Adam Thielen. This is one of those grinded-out 10-plus target games, 6,900. I don't know if I'm going to end up with him, but they're going to be playing catch-up. But I like the receiver on the other side a lot more um Dalvin Cook is a fine play he's good a good price at 7700 but this can be and abandon the run type game uh so I, that that remains to be seen but uh how do you feel about the, the Baltimore side
0: um and I'm sorry I know you talked about me doing Baltimore but I just want to throw this out there I mean no, if probably. you're gonna go if you're gonna go with Thielen at 6900 you might as well go 300 more and grab Justin Jefferson Exactly. Um, he has had a... Oh, Justin
1: Jefferson, 600 more.
0: Is he? Okay, I read that entirely wrong. Um, but even still, um, I, I still think that maybe you swap. Unless you really, really, really Ooh. wanted to get somebody in your lineup. I think that Justin Jefferson has a higher ceiling. Thielen does have a knack to, you know, get a tutty here and there um fixed. but the vo- exact <laughs> the volume for Justin Jefferson um has been a constant. He has a 27 or 28% target share in that offense still, so he's not mm-hmm. going away. Um, you know, that's just some food for thought. Um, yeah. On Baltimore side, um I mean, you almost kind of have to throw Hollywood in there at 6k. <laughs>
1: Ooh, I was hoping you were saying that
0: you almost have to throw Hollywood in there at 6k. And honestly, from what that million. price looks like, I'm honestly going to have a lot of, a you, lot of Hollywood this week. I'm right. also going to have, Oh man, who did I, who was I, who are we talking about earlier that I was high on? God damn. There was another, Oh, T Higgins. I'm going right. to have T Higgins, decent amount of Higgins, a decent amount of Hollywood. You, um, so I can probably try to get a dude somewhere. What dude? I'm not quite sure.
1: You you know what you can do this week with the pricing? You mean to tell me that these players have the same, same, similar like play style in terms of floor, but they have access to those boom games. I was able to fit a lineup in with Tyreek Kill, Marquise Brown, and Amari Cooper. Like yeah, that's,
0: that's quite ridiculous
1: like if that's a gpp play obviously because all three of them can end up with eight fancy points a piece but all three of them can end up with 35 fancy points a piece yeah. and when that happens that's when you take down gpp slate so i i saw that and i said no way it was that easy to fit them in all i had to do was punt albert O as a tight end position mm-hmm. and that was it like come on just easy peasy. easy monies right Easy money. Okay.
0: Okay. Um. Aside from Hollywood, I do not have a play. Um. Right. On Baltimore side, Bateman um, is
1: fine. Eh, fine. You have to show unquote, me. You have to if, show. If Sammy Watkins is out, then um, Bateman is still fine. Quote you got unquote. To sh- you got to today. show me. You got to show um, me. If you want to, if you
0: want to get one of those other guys that we were talking about in there, if you if you want to stack Hollywood
1: Higgins Cooper.
0: You're right. not going to be able to get Bateman in there.
1: He's 4K. Yeah, you you don't have to, but if you're going another direction, right? Um, you want to pay up at RB, so you're paying down at wide receiver. Uh, if Sammy Watkins is out, the routes are there. The targets are six and six, so he's going to get five at least five targets. What he does with it, you know, that's remains to be seen. Um, but you know, if anything, I'm going towards Mark Andrews. Um. And Absolutely.
0: It's another it's another person that I was going to bring up, which is also might be boomer bust though. Yeah. Especially at his current price right now, too. So at what 55 prices, uh 55. 55. Wow. Yeah, he's quite expensive. Um he does have a little bit of a floor.
1: Yes, about 12 points, 10 points. I'll give it to him. But but yeah, no,
0: it's at fifty five or yeah, it's just not it's not viable for myself. Yeah, because I'll
1: pay up five hundred, I'll get Marquise Brown, who's averaging what eight or nine targets a game this Absol- season. Absolutely. So it, it's just the pricing, you can't beat it. So I I, I really like that a lot. Um, uh, in that lineup as well, I was able to get Jones as a run back for, for Tyreek Hill, which with air a rod out you know that makes it a little bit more interesting but let, let, let's we can move on to the next game yeah, we'll, i agree we can talk I about agree. that we got we got the chargers at philly uh chargers nice favored game. by one and a half points 50 point total um all i have to say on the philly end is dallas scored here mm-hmm. uh he it hasn't shown in the box score but his air yards and his target share and um routes run have been off the charts and they haven't been in a position to really have to, for him to have that boom game. And the chargers is that position. We saw what Mark Andrews did to them. Um, I I think with Zach Ertz out, Godere is in that same range as Mark Andrews and with less competition for targets. Um, Obviously uh, Jalen Hurts isn't passing the ball as much as, as uh, well in this game. Jalen Hurts might be chucking the ball 40 plus times. And you
0: know, I thought that he was going to chuck the ball 40 plus times too last week. But I mean, nope. game game script though, right? We, exactly. we were bound for and I can't even say that because I was going to say we were bound for a game script game with Jalen Hurts, but right. we've been saying that for the past two weeks. Right.
1: So I think that this week is with Jalen Hurts is the week that he's going to have that everyone wanted last week, simply because Detroit couldn't answer back. Um. But the Chargers can definitely score against Philadelphia. There's yeah. no questions asked. Absolutely, um, super easy. If you're playing Goddard, I think. Uh, what do you think the easiest bringbacks are? Would you are you are you, would you rather stack the Chargers this week? Uh,
0: you know, honestly, I don't really know if I want to stack the Chargers this week. Mm. Um, I, I feel and the I, same way. I say that because they have not been as. Um explosive as they have been, um, like they were earlier in the year. Right. Right. First, what? Five, five weeks.
1: Mike Williams is going crazy.
0: I mean, shoot. I, I mean, I can't even necessarily say score, but I mean, week five, 47, week two, 28, week three, 30, week two, 17, although Herbert sure. threw the ball 40 times week one, 20, Herbert threw the ball 40 times. Um, you know, they're just not necessarily, you know, getting it done at that clip that they were in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, he went eighteen to 30, 35 yesterday. The worst game that he had, or on Sunday, the worst game he's had this year so far. Two tutties, two uh, interceptions. Um, you know, so there, I expected some regression to happen, but not the way that he's experienced. No, nah, not this hard so far. So we're going to see. I'm in wait and see mode at this point in time. Um, I think that I did actually have Keenan in the, in the lineup last week, mm-hmm. um, but I pivoted away.
1: Which, um, which I understand because Keenan hasn't really been there, but um, he's been working his way up. Um, but, yeah, I feel the same way. There's only one player on the Chargers who has consistently had that 20-point floor with access to 30-plus points, and that's and Austin it,
0: Eckler. Of course, absolutely.
1: So before it was kind of like, oh, am I playing Mike Williams for that boom game or playing Keenan Allen for the floor? Play Austin Eckler. You get both. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where I'm going in that one. If I end up play, pivoting off of, of Jones, I'll probably go Austin Eckler maybe even find a way to get them both in there. Um, but other than that, like Jared cook is in a fine position this week, but you're, I'm not playing him. I, I, it's like if you want to, I understand it. But yeah. Right. Right now my tiers is going to be, if I do pay up, which I won't Travis, Kelsey, if I'm playing mid range, it's going to be go And if I'm punting, it's L. Those are the three uh, targets that I have this week. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for this game. If you, yeah, the I,
0: I don't really have anything else. Uh, I mean, aside from Hertz and Godera, I don't have anybody else in Philly. And I'm right. not feeling confident about stacking the Chargers, even though that does sound a little crazy, right? Especially how they have been this year. I'm just uh, in wait and see mode with them.
1: Right, which is makes the Chargers a fantastic GPP play if you're stacking but uh i think that there's too many high scoring games on this slate to to bet all your marbles on a stack absolutely um you kind of want to if you are stacking and you can afford to get pieces Mm -hmm. from uh the higher scoring games that's fine but like right now i'm looking towards stacking with a cheaper team so like if i if i play to a naked or if i play to a maybe Parker or two by himself or no stack at all with my quarterback and just run can stacks the other way. So if I'm go bring it back with Eckler um, Tyree, Tyree kill, bring it back with Jones and uh, Marquise Brown, bring it back with Thielen. Maybe those, those are what you really want to target. That's like, I'm giving off the free is a free game um I think that's the direction that you want to go this week 1000 percent uh pay down at quarterback especially if we're going to have this next game we got coming up uh quarterback starting uh which is worth noting so I'm just gonna go ahead jump into the next game uh. I, will, I will say this morning before it was announced that uh Aaron Rodgers was going to be out the total was 55 and a half points with uh, Kansas City favored by 0. 0.5. That was the spread this morning. Now, with Aaron Rodgers out, the spread is 48.5 points, but Kansas City favored by 7.5. Jordan Love's 4,400. Jordan what? Love's 4,400.
0: Jordan Love right. is
1: 4,400. You have him. You're able to get anybody that you really want in your lineup this week. right. Right. Um, I think it pushes everyone off of Tay Adams because you're not getting that Aaron Rodgers-Tay Adams connection where he force feeds him even if he's double teamed. Um, but I think it pushes me more towards Aaron Jones 1,000% because now you're what, Tay Adams is also coming off of COVID, not to say that it would slow him down, but we saw Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams have a, a split backfield um, when he returned as well, so I, I it gives more passing receptions and uh, younger QBs tend to dump off more to running backs, as we saw last week with Michael Carter. Mm-hmm. So I really like Jones a lot. How do you feel about the Kansas City end?
0: Ah, uh, man, is uh, Clyde off of IR? Uh, IR. Let me see.
1: I know they were saying that he might possibly he might. be lifted.
0: If Clyde is off of IR, you're staying away from that backfield entirely. Uh, Daryl Williams got back on track this week.
1: He's not um, off IR yet.
0: All right. You know, I mean, they still have a day, two days. Right. So um, there's still some time. But if he does come off IR, um, you know, you might kind of want to stay away. Daryl got unlucky this past week, and he got a touchdown voltage away from him.
1: Yeah, it would have a bigger game if
0: right but he still gave you 110 overall uh, yeah. if he had a touchdown it would have threw him over the top so back to what we figured that he was going to be doing when he got that full uh, when he got that job full time um if uh ceh is out again um i do think that you are playing him
1: right uh, if he's out um daryl williams usage in the passing game was lovely to see That's fantastic um, Travis Kelsey has been struggling. Absolutely. And those targets have gone to Daryl Williams uh, and, and to Tyreek Hill. Uh, Miko Hardman has been doing Slight, what he can. Slightly, right. slightly. He, he's he's like 38, 3900. I think that if you're trying to get a little bit contrarian, you can punch him in the flex spot. Um, but other than that, like, if you still want to play Tay Adams, I'll never tell you not to. You're starting him in season one, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's worth noting, Jordan loves 4,400. If he scores 20 to 25 fantasy points, he breaks the entire slate. It doesn't seem like a lot of points, but what you're able to get by paying 4,400 is astronomical. Like, it's the same thing, okay – Um you pay 8,200 for Josh Allen, he scores 22 points, and then you pay 4,400 for Jordan Love, and he scores 22 points. Neither of them necessarily had a bad game, but your lineup uh, with yeah. Allen has punts in it. But my lineup with Jordan Love also has uh, Austin Eckler, has Aaron Jones, has Tyreek Hill, has Amari Cooper, has Dallas Goldair. And that's, that's really what you're looking at. So if he's the full-blown starter, I, I will say that they called Blake Bortles um, and they're signing Blake Borders to their practice squad with the intention of elevating him to the main roster. It may be for the sake of backing up Jordan Love, um, but it's worth noting that Blake Bortles was on the Packers when Aaron Rodgers was kind of holding out, so he does know the offense. So I, I would like to see who they're going to announce at the starter. But you're paying for the risk. Like there is a full possibility that Jordan Love could play bad and get the and bench, the and Blake I mean, Wolves takes over the second half. But we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see don't how foresee
0: it goes. that happening. Right. You I think can,
1: Jordan is talented.
0: You can throw Jordan Love in there, and there is no denying his arm talent. Right. Right. Um, but I think the more attractive play in this game is Aaron Jones for sure. Um but everything that D mentioned about Jordan Love being forty four um is absolutely true. And I mean quite frankly, you can fig anybody in your lineup, you could even pay up that damn right tight end.
1: If you punt Jordan Love, well I wouldn't consider a punt. If you plug in Jordan Love and punt Albert O, you're getting whatever players you want else absolutely. in your lineups. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we got one more. Uh, okay. Arizona at San Francisco. Uh, Arizona favored by one. I'm gonna let you take Arizona because you know you love your boy D Hop. But
0: yeah, uh, I do love D Hop. I was on D Hop quite a bit this uh, the uh, front half of the season. I can't say right. front half because still kind of in it, but we're a half uh, right. But mean- um, there was one game that he boomed. And another game where if he gave me just 10 more points, five more points, uh, we would have went crazy. But right. I did hear you say something about – or I did hear you start to say something, but I spoke over you. So Very good.
1: Jimmy G put up uh, 30 fantasy points last week. Wow. Um, in the strangest way possible, 300-plus <laughs> uh, yards passed, and I think he had like a rushing touchdown or something ridiculous. First time he's gone over 300? 300. 322 passing yards, and he had two rushing touchdowns, finished with 30 fantasy points versus Chicago. And then um, Justin Fields on the other end did the same thing, 100 rushing yards and a touchdown, finished with almost 30 fantasy points. Justin I did Fields not see, impressed me last week. Right. I did not see that coming. Yeah. But, impressive. you know, um, with Jimmy G playing, it, it – bodes a lot for Debo because Debo is just going to get peppered with targets. But I will say um, the only thing I have to say is that you've been waiting for that grinded out. It's a solid defense. So you have to rely on your star for Arizona. And this is that game for their De- De- This is, mm-hmm. this is that 10 to 15 target game that everyone's been waiting for. And he's seven K. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah, solid I team agree.
0: Team yeah, I agree. D-Hop is a solid play this week. Zach Ertz is a decent play this week. Right. Um, I mean, honestly, they're, they're, the receiving core in a whole is muddied in Arizona to the point where you're really just guessing who's going to have a good game. Aside from D-Hop, D-Hop having a bad game, you're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Because it doesn't really happen that often like last week in what week three against Jacksonville. Um but he is going to be a uh, decent play this mm-hmm. week at 7k. Absolutely. Um AJ Green's on the COVID list right now. So, you know, that might even like be a even little, more it might even be a little bit of an upgrade for D Hop and uh Rondale. Right. Um well maybe not so Rondale, maybe more so Kirk. I think yeah. Kirk will end up getting those snaps on the outside that AJ was taking. It um, just makes
1: me like uh, D Hop even more at seven K. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, sure you throw throwing Jordan Love in there. What you can, <laughs> Jordan Love and and uh, tight end from Denver. And I mean, goodness gracious. Right. So, right. but uh, that's really about it. That's really about it for me. That is um, it on
1: our end, as my end as well.
0: All right. All right. Well, shoot, man. Uh, what you got for the people, man? You got anything else for the people? Any tidbits?
1: I will try. You know, I, uh, my work schedule has been inconsistent, for lack of better words. I've been in three cities, three different states in the past two months. Um, so uh, next week, I'm starting to get to some normalcy with my schedule. But this Friday, I should be available to put up my final look solo pod, um, for the people, look at the final looks that I have after we get the final injury reports, so we can really navigate which way we want to go. So just look out for that, guys.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look out for that final look on Friday. Usually, that final look is that Monday, um, is that Monday solo pod that we throw up there, um, that you know kind of gives a overview of Sunday what we learned and you know a little bit of a, a preview um, as to what. You know, D is looking for so, um, lots of gems on there. You don't have to hear my voice on there either. So, you know, if you think D's voice is therapeutic and/or you might think that D is more knowledgeable on daily fantasy than myself, that's quite okay. I mean, I'll take that if that's how you feel. Um, Go ahead and check that out, man. Full of full of free plays. Everything that we spit out this episode has been um, all free game. All free Free game. game. All, all All you have to do, all you have to do is take a tidbit from here, take a tidbit from there, and throw some things in that you like. And more than likely, you're going to end up way over 150 points. Right. More than likely. So, but that's all I have. That's all that D has. This is Daily Fantasy Football with the fourth quarter. Another week. We'll see you next time. Peace.